0: So help me God. So help me God.
1: So help me God.
0: So help me God. So help me God. So help me God. What up? It's Scott. Uh I am the counterpart in So Help Me Pod a podcast started by my brother. He's starting uh, he started this pod to try to get his doctorate am I correct on that one? Yes. Yeah, give me a little yeah, thank you. Um it's always good to hear from the Peanut Gallery every once in a while. Um what you need to know is this next one is about Donald J Trump. Uh he was our 45th president of the United States.
1: Hey, everybody. Today on the podcast, we're talking about President Donald J. Trump. Uh, he has lived from 1946 to the present, which makes him 77 years old. He is the 45th president of the United States of America. He served one term uh, from 2017 to 2021. He is evangelical and non affiliated, that's very complicated. I should also note for the purposes of, of transparency that uh, pres- former President Trump, is currently uh, a candidate for the Republican nomination for President of the United States in the 2024 election. While I've attempted to remain apolitical on this podcast and my critiques and praise for each individual president, indeed including both Republicans and Democrats in my hall and pantheon of respect, it is impossible to not pass judgment on our immediate past President of the United States of America, Donald John Trump. Few others on the uh, landscape of American history have caused such tumult in our nation. He is either revealed or vilified and has caused consternation in this country, the likes of which the nation has not seen since before the American Civil War. I will attempt insofar as I am able to separate my own political views on this man and report the facts without prejudice in my report of his presidency. That said, with my work in the past, it may be impossible to divorce an opinion or two from the report on his faith and praxis, Uh, but here we are. Let's get into it. Donald John Trump was born in June 1946 and grew to national fame and prominence through his business ventures, based largely on that of his father's business ventures. He would go on to fail at many of those businesses, declaring bankruptcy after bankruptcy, (laughs) He was able to avoid much of any consequence in his dealings and bankruptcies until after his time in the White House during his first term in office. He has been married three times and has five children spanning those three marriages. He came to political prominence during the 2012 political contest between Barack Obama and Governor, now Senator Mitt Romney. He questioned the authenticity of President Obama's United States citizenship, And some began to flout the potential of a Trump run for the White House, which would ultimately come to fruition in the form of a 2016 come-from-behind victory against the Democrat in the contest, former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. He won the Electoral College despite losing the popular vote. He was elected as the first president of the United States without any previous government or military experience to speak for. It is important to note here that a special counsel determined that the Russian Federation had participated in misinformation campaigns aimed at ensuring that Donald Trump would be elected the 45th president of the United States. President Trump quickly employed a travel ban of several majority Muslim nations that would draw the ire of Democrats and even members of his own party who thought it unwise to do so. He disparaged the countries listed in the ban as well. His other uh, accomplishments include a buddying up of relations with North Korea's dictator Kim Jong-un and president of the Russian Federation, Vladimir Putin. He shredded the Iranian nuclear deal, preventing the proliferation of nuclear arms in Iran. He would withdraw the United States from the Paris Climate Agreement and create fiction with many loyal foreign allies. During the Charlottesville protests in 2017, he would attribute good people on both sides of the ordeal, White supremacists and counter-protesters. He would per- appoint three controversial justices to the United States Supreme Court. President Trump remains at the time of this recording to be the only president to have been impeached twice. He joins the impeachment club of both presidents Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton. However, those two presidents would not would only be impeached once during their terms in office. President Trump lost the 2020 election in November of that year to our current president, President Joe Biden. President Trump's subsequent politics and rhetoric surrounding the 2020 election culminated in his coordinated actions on January 6th, 2021, as he attempted to subvert duly appointed federal activities to certify the 2020 election by the United States Congress. His supporters that were cheered on by President Trump would storm the Capitol building in what has become known as the January 6th insurrection. President Trump, after being unable to subvert the election, would depart Washington on January 20th and choose not to attend the 2021 presidential inauguration of Joe Biden. Vice President Mike Pence represented the outgoing administration in his stead. Currently and despite this record, President Trump is the front runner to win the Republican nomination to run for president of the United States in the 2024 election if he is elected. He'll become the first president with 91 felony indictments ranging from state and federal levels. He is the first president to have been indicted with a felony in United States history. And if he were elected to the president during the 2024 election, he would become the only second president to be elected to non sequential terms.
0: We wish him well in court today.
1: (laughs) So what about his faith and public life? Uh, during the 2016 campaign for president of the United States, then-candidate Trump sought the approval and votes of American evangelicals. He t- uh, did so by promising swift action on abortion rights, appointing conservative judges to the federal bench, and social policies that met their standards. This promise, uh, These promises led to overwhelming support from evangelical Christians, despite his lack of chops in his ability to talk about his own faith. Uh, During that same campaign, uh, Donald Trump indicated that he attended the famed Marble Collegiate Church in Manhattan. Uh, However, after reporters approached the Reverend Dr. Michael Brown, who was pastor of Marble Collegiate Church, who was also pastor of Boone United Methodist Church, Scott, interestingly enough, a statement was released saying that Trump was not a member and had not attended the church in recent memory. Trump probably believed that he was a member there due to his affinity to Norman Vincent Peale, Uh, the famed previous senior minister of that church, that said affinity for a minister does not indicate or constitute church membership. One of the most consequential moments uh, of President Trump's time in office came when President Trump crossed over to St. John's Episcopal Church in Lafayette Square for a photo op and to declare the return of law and order after a summer of protests decrying racist violence and policy. This move was uh, by the president, required the gassing of protesters in the way of the president's movement. Upon arrival at St. John's Church, uh, the president uh, brandished a Bible for the photo. Hoisting the Bible up in one hand, the president indicated the book was his guiding force. Uh, subsequently, Bishop Marion Edgar Buddy. Uh, the bishop with responsibility and charge over St. John's Episcopal Church in Lafayette Square. She's come on Beloved Journal, my podcast that I normally am on, and has everywhere there included condemned the president's actions that day and the hoisting of a Bible up in the name of God uh, in a while, while simultaneously uh, causing violence and, and confusion. The president was raised in a reformed Presbyterian tradition but as he has become a strange bedfellow with evangelicals, his alleged alignment with the Presbyterian tradition would wane. Some even saw his kind of high church, as we were talking about in previous podcasts, his, his high church traditions as being um, something of, of a problem for him with evangelicals. He would eventually declare himself a non-denominational or non-affiliated evangelical Christian. Uh, This proclamation of adjustment in faith would prove politically advantageous for the president, despite lack of proof uh, of the adjustment on his part. Scott, what questions do you have about our uh, president, our 45th president?
0: One of the things I've noticed is that he really did. uh, I don't want to say flip flop, but he's chosen his denomination very carefully throughout his presidency. So he started, can you tell me again what he started as, and he's now ended as a non-denominational Christian?
1: He started as Presbyterian, so you think of kind of high church Presbyterian would be what many would consider him. He even attends some Episcopal church near Mar-a-Lago. But on the outside, kind of the flip-flop of that is that he's an evangelical, non-denominational Christian. So you might think of in our area, Scott, we have like an Elevation Church. They would be considered non-denominational evangelical Christians.
0: Has the choice of church ever gone into the political realm of what's the best thing to choose at the time? So it would be Trump's thinking would be, okay, I can have more people on my side due to the fact that I'm non-denominational and my base is non-denominational instead of Presbyterian? Is that one of the things that might go into a president's decision? And if so, why don't presidents run as Episcopalian since it's statistically better uh, of, a, of a chance that the president is Episcopalian?
1: That's a good point. I, I think just because it's statistically better doesn't mean it's going to appeal to the wider populace, right? Like, I mean, uh, many people are not... Um... It's interesting. It, it does, to answer your first question, it does go into the conversation as to who is going to be president, as to what their denomination is, what their faith is, but also down to what church they attend. You'll remember uh, in 2008, Barack Obama had to, um, in large part, uh, 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 disassociate himself from Trinity United Church of Christ because of the pastor's kind of a combative, activist style of preaching that many saw as problematic for his campaign. Even though nowadays it's small potatoes to what people say in the pulpit, all that's to say is that there, are, there, there that that does go into consideration where you attend church, how you attend church. I think in small towns, of course, you know, you talk about the mayor wanting to attend the the, the high church downtown, you know, the corner church or whatever. Um, but that said, it's also equally important uh, to consider um, what that means for your soul. I mean, do you really want to play into that? And Donald Trump is playing the game in that regard. He is playing the game in terms of the denominations switching to and fro in order to gain public appeal.
0: Now, have other presidents done this in the past?
1: I would say the closest thing that, I mean, it's kind of flipped, but it would be Obama leaving Trinity United Church of Christ um, because of issues with the denomination. But I don't know if that was to gain. I don't don't know. That's a hard one. That one is the only one I could see as similar.
0: But most presidents keep the same throughout.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Uh, the next question I have is, which Presbyterian church was he a part of? I know that there's several that I don't really understand the splits or all of that other stuff that goes into what makes up a Presbyterian church at the so, moment.
1: So while it's I know easy that... because, yeah, while it's easy to associate him with a Presbyterian church, it's more correct to associate him with a Reformed tradition. Uh, which comes out of the Presbyterian church or the Presbyterian church comes out of the reformed tradition, depending on how you look at it. Marble collegiate church is a reformed church, meaning that they're, uh, they really uh, they're of the reformed tradition. Uh, Love John Calvin, all those reformers, the idea that the church is ever ancient, ever new, that kind of stuff. I mean, they're, they're, they're really into, to not as many, you know, you would see them as, as maybe they could be high church, but not as much stained glass Um, But they still are very similar to what a Methodist church, with the exception of them saying uh, debts and we saying trespasses might be. So you could see how that might be a political landmine for the president if he's attending a church that's high steeple, um, uh, rich in liturgy. People might not like that who are evangelicals who don't cling to that. So you could see why they might not like him being a part of that.
0: What non-denominational church does he attend now?
1: To be quite frank, Donald Trump does not attend church unless it's politically advantageous for him. You see him occasionally at churches on the campaign trail, but most of his time has been spent in court.
0: All right, that's all my questions.
1: In the late 1990s, I I was visiting the White House uh, for the first time with my parents and grandmother, Uh, They recall with a sense of patriotism, my righteous indignation of the protesters in front of the Clinton White House saying terrible things about our nation's 42nd president. Uh, I walked up and said they should respect the office of the presidency, even if they couldn't respect the person holding the office. Think about that line from my young mouth to this day and how it falls flat when someone denigrates the office of the president and desecrates it in every way. When I was envisioning this project, I thought that choosing 12 presidents was an appropriate number as I could coin them disciples or apostles of democracy. If we play this out to this natural conclusion, then President Trump stands as the Judas of the bunch that we have recounted, equal parts betrayer and conspirer to end the good work begun. The question for well-meaning Americans is now in this grand country can so long endure despite another possible four-year administration of a demagogue. The answer is still being written and the story is not over. Though we have almost completed our odyssey for the purposes of my doctoral dissertation capstone, I will be airing one more episode after this in this podcast series that seeks to summarize the best of the American presidencies, the moments that we may not have covered in the 12 episodes and the bonus episodes that still require an honorable mention and theological analysis. If Scott will come back, maybe he'll ask some questions too, Uh, So look for it wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so much uh, for tuning in to So Help Me Pod. You've been listening to So Help Me Pod, a podcast of Beloved Journal in conjunction with Pacific School of Religion in Berkeley, California. The podcast is offered in partial completion of the Doctor of Ministry degree for the Reverend Robert W. Lee. All opinions and insights offered are solely owned by that of those who offered them and do not reflect the views of stakeholders in the project. There have been 45 men and 46 presidential administrations, all of them unique. Some of them have been more interesting than others, some of them more terrifying than others. All have been part of the grand expression of democracy on the North American continent part of the wider conversation of self-governance in the world. These men have failed profoundly, and we have failed profoundly in following their leadership along with our own, sometimes antiquated and backwards ways of viewing and acting in the world. That said, this form of leadership is unlike few other, and the greatest gift we have has been given in the ways in which the American experiment continues to prosper despite our terrible misgivings. We are better off because of these men and we are forever in their debt For more information, visit www.roblee the number four, dot com slash presidents